0: You are now listening to Out of the Bling. Well, I'm here with Renee O'Dell Hurt. Did I say that properly? Yes. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself, Renee. Where are you from and what do you do professionally?
1: Professionally, I have two newspaper records. And I am, I was born in South Louisiana and raised in Arkansas and wound up in Michigan through the years.
0: How much of a pain is it to deliver newspapers every morning? Because I swear that job looks like it's easy, but it's really not, considering that you have to basically throw newspapers at people's houses and you have to hit every single house, can't miss one. Well,
1: it, it depends on the area. Like, my husband does a route. We have two routes. My husband does his route. His t- route's town only. And it's a little harder. He has a lot more papers than I do to remember. The hardest part is remembering where they go.
0: Like remembering, like, do you do you have certain ones that you have to get out of the car and go up and put it in their door? Yeah. Now, but
1: you have to remember the addresses of where the papers go.
0: Oh, so you're given a list.
1: Yes, you're given a list, and, well, it's your route. You're given the addresses of the subscribers on your route every day. And usually you follow it or, you know, like us, we've been doing it so long, we know our route by heart, except for, like, when someone quits or they stop for a vacation or they start up again, you know. Then little things, but it's easy to incorporate in your route because you've already done it. You just got to go back and do it.
0: I mean, what are some problems that you face doing the newspaper route thing besides people maybe uh, you having to cover someone else's route?
1: Oh, I don't cover nobody else's route. I have my own.
0: Well, what what types of problems do you face?
1: Me, personally, it's the deer. I, my route's out in the country. and deer are out there like crazy
0: yeah and they don't really care if they get like if you're trying to deliver newspapers they're like i'm just gonna jump in front of you anyway
1: you should have seen the wreck i tried to avoid this morning i did it i went to turn a corner and this little old bitty doe jumped out in front of me and i almost didn't stop but i'm one of these i would have ditched my car before i hit that baby
0: yeah well, it's the idea of caring. And the fact that like what are the benefits do you see doing these papers? Is it just easy? Like, are you so you're routine to it now that you don't feel like you need to break out and do it, anything different?
1: Um, I do I can do other different things if I chose to. It's just it pays better.
0: How much do you get paid if you don't mind me asking?
1: Well, with both routes. Well, one route I get paid nearly five hundred dollars a week. And the other route, I get paid like six fifty. dollars
0: Holy shit. That's a lot of money. I might have to join the newspaper delivery service.
1: And it's only five hours. Basically, it, it depends on your route. My route takes me four and a half hours a day to do. Mine. And the same for my husband. So between the two of us, we're actually working eight hours a day but it's also seven days a week
0: yeah well do you find that it's easier because it's right in the morning like you have to get up pretty early so you still have your whole day ahead of you once you get off work
1: oh yeah but i sleep because i am doing my job while everybody else is asleep
0: yeah yeah yeah. well i'm 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 up at weird hours too like i you know i kind of have like what's like insomnia so i'm like i'm up weird hours i'm up when people are sleeping and it's i'm like i'm trying to find a job that would be suited a little bit better for like my at least my hours because like i mean i find around one o'clock i'm dead tired like i need to take a nap i need to hit the hay and a lot of people are like why are you taking a nap it's only 1 p.m i'm like bro i've been up since like 1 a.m you don't know what that's like yeah do you see um a lot of people, like, obviously, do you ever get tipped or anything of that sort? I've heard of people, like, old people will tip you more if you walk Oh, yeah, we get
1: the- Christmas is amazing, man. We put out our Christmas cards uh, the week after Thanksgiving. And Jim's route, my husband's route, last year, that was the only route we had. And at Christmas time, we made over five grand. For Christmas
0: tips. Well, you got to think you're like Santa Claus. You're bringing, um, you <laughs> know, you're delivering things to people from, you know, practically half the time when you deliver a card on Christmas, that card's got money in it. That card's got, uh, uh, that's, that's actually leads me to my next question. How common is it in the newspaper or just, um, th- like delivery service? Like, do you have to experience like, like going through snow? Like seriously, how difficult that's is
1: that? Up here in Michigan, it's off. But, it, I mean, it depends on the area you live in.
0: Like, you is, know? There, is there any type of road hazards you had to adapt to to kind of be able to do your job? So For I- me,
1: not really. Um, growing up in northern Arkansas, we dealt a lot in the wintertime with ice, not snow. But it's basically the same once everything gets packed down.
0: Do you find it um like a lot of people are kind of uh, I guess turned off to getting newspapers delivered in general? Because a lot of people like in my local area like they put out signs like don't deliver newspapers here. They get frustrated because it seems like a lot of the times that people don't even go up to the door anymore. They just throw it right on your driveway. Sometimes I pulled it out of my gutter like just in my neighbor's way. Like I'm like why why is, is that it all
1: one of here? them? Like you get on like a penny saver paper you're
0: getting i i guess it would be like a daily newspaper that would come over to my door but most of the time like it's just like a person driving around in a van and they just chuck it out their window but half the time it doesn't even land in my yard it lands like across the street i'm like fuck i got to walk to go get my newspaper i don't <laughs> want to open up the door
1: well if you don't subscribe you shouldn't be getting a daily paper
0: I don't know what happens. They they always keep showing up. You know, I just keep tossing.
1: You it. know what that is? It's where you pay for it. If you're not paying for it and it's not a free paper that your news, local newspaper puts out like once a week, then you shouldn't be getting it.
0: If it's once a week, then I need to start picking it up when it's in the driveway because I swear there's one there every single day. Unless my neighbor like grabs them all in the neighborhood and just keeps putting one every single day on my porch. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe you should run out and catch them before they pull away. Yeah, right. the road well, Just
0: sit on the front porch. I've I've asked them. I'm like, what? So, like, what do you do? And this, like, this is my job. And they they explain it like how you were being up at odd hours and everything that, why people are asleep. I'm like, that's awesome though, because I, I mean, just dealing with people in general seems like to be a big stress nowadays.
1: Well, the, way, the reason they do it so early is because of the traffic.
0: Yeah, and imagine. Have you? I mean, you experience this, and a lot of people don't experience this. I have been on the road at 2 o'clock in the morning, and there's no one on there. You are free to do whatever you honestly want. And <clears the throat> cops are just like, what's up? Like, I'm not pulling you over. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, dude. I'm trying to sit here and relax.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I know the area of cops here where I live. It, and I'll, when I started this new route that I'm doing now, I pulled up at the local cop shop, and I said, I'm running out in the county. y'all don't bother me now. They don't bother me a bit. I can go past them doing eighty and they don't bother me. Well, you're eighty
0: and forty five: You're doing your job at a time when most people are asleep, like everybody's in bed in dreamy Dreamland, and you're sitting there delivering local news and delivering newspapers to people that so when they wake up, they have something to read. you know?
1: Well, except for the printers and the reporters, I guess paper carriers know the news before anybody else.
0: Yeah, because that's the old style of, you know, I always thought, like, newspapers were going to go out of, like, they they weren't going to be a thing anymore. They were just going to be part of the past because of how technology is progressing. Do you think that might happen, or do you think there will always be newspapers?
1: I think people sometimes like the feel of a paper in their hand, kind of like books. You know, you've always got readers. Yeah. They either read the newspaper or they're reading a book or, you know, whatever, because they like the feel of that in their hand instead of looking at it online.
0: I think it's like, uh, like I, I, sometimes I enjoy that. Sometimes I feel like technology controls too much of our daily lives. Have you, have you seen it become a giant thing, just affecting your job in general?
1: We've had a few people go get di- what they call digital where they only get a newspaper online. But most of our customers are older generation, you know, 60s. They're in there from, like say, 60 to 95. We've got a gentleman on one route that is 95 years old, and he gets a newspaper every day.
0: So do you find it like you're just getting the same loyal customers over and over again?
1: Yes, at least in the same age range, is what I'm finding out.
0: Now, is this something you want to do for the rest of your life? You're just comfortable with, or like, do you have a passion deep down that you want to pursue?
1: I'm getting ready to write a book.
0: Oh, you're writing a book. What's it called? Please tell me it's about delivering newspapers. I don't newspapers.
1: have a name for it yet. I right, have not really started. I've said I'm getting ready to
0: write it. Wait, hold on. Right, now, is it? Is it? Do you know what the basis of it? Like, what's the content?
1: It's about a psychic that goes out. She lives at the edge of a battleground, like a civil war battleground. She goes out there and sits in the middle of this field and the spirits of the soldiers come up to her and tell them her, tell her their story. And she writes it down.
0: Wow. That's actually, that's really interesting. I would like to read that if you could send that to me whenever you get it published. Or whatever you just get it finished. I'd love to read that. I'm, you know, I'm very interested. I'm a big advocate for writers because you It's it's a lost art nowadays with typing becoming a thing, but nobody seems to like. I feel like the world's lacking a little bit of creativity, especially with just how everything kind of gets displayed nowadays. I'm like, there's so much interesting things that you think of, and no one ever wants to take the time to write a book, wants to write something because they feel like their opinion is stupid, and their opinion matters. Yeah. So. i agree but see i'm i i'm a reader
1: i'm in that category i like books but i found <laughs> with my phone i've discovered google books so everything i read like uh in the past few years has been online through google
0: mm-hmm.
1: you uh google books you can get free books that's what i read instead of holding a book lately but well, it, you
0: know. it's, it sucks because you, you see all the bookstores nowadays. There's just not really any. I think Barnes & Noble's like the only one left and there's very few of them left. And that's just because... That's a there's
1: uh, a million. Amazon sells
0: books. Yeah, but those, you got to understand, it's become bookstores aren't a thing anymore. Like everything's on your tablet, everything's able to be right at your fingertips by just typing something in on the internet. The internet has basically killed the book market industry. You know, the fact that Amazon, all these places basically took. Barnes & Noble, and all these book publishing places out of business. Like, When's the last time yeah. you saw anybody really experiencing the library that was of a younger generation? I can tell you, I can go into my local library right now, and I'm the only one in there that is my age group. Everyone else is older. Well, and you're the basically... only
1: one in there, considering it's
0: 7.30. Yeah, true. Well, they open up at 9. But... <laughs> what you got to understand is... Like...
1: Here, here, it's a lot different. In this town I live in, it's very family oriented. And there's a lot of younger families that are here in the area. And they utilize the library quite a bit.
0: Do you find that it's kind of uh, more like seen as becoming a lost art? Like, do you think in society, like the way the world's progressing, at least in some areas that like libraries, all these things are going to not be a necessity anymore? Like, No. Oh, you think it's always going to still be around?
1: Libraries adapt. Like, I live right outside of Lansing. And the Lansing library has so many other things now than books that people can check out. People can check out things like computers. They check out hot uh, internet hotspots. They check out record players. They check out I mean, it's anything technology They will check it out to you for two weeks.
0: Oh, man. Well, I
1: think... Check out DVD players. They check out Blu-rays. They check out musical instruments.
0: I think it's the fact that it's becoming... It's hard to keep... With a world of technology, that's progressing. It's really hard to keep people focused on just going to the library and reading a good book. Like Back in the day... A library card was a thing. We had a song in our school that was off a cartoon, like, you're not cool unless you got a library card. Like <laughs> Schools kept us influenced to go to the library. I remember checking out so many books, and I, 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 like I'm really good at reading, but I really hate it because it's so tasking because I have ADHD, so it's like reading a book is like basically just chop my arms off and put me yeah. somewhere I feel uncomfortable. It's like... But when I find that if I try to slow down and enjoy a really good book or find something I'm really interested in, it sends you to a whole nother universe, basically. It gives you a whole nother reality. It's like watching a movie. Like, you, you slip away for a little bit. Like, next thing you know, bam, you're just like, whoa, it's nighttime already? How long have I been in here? 12 hours reading a book? Like, I had a fascination with Greek mythology. I have a fascination with things, mysteries of the world. Um, Which kind of leads me to what I'm going to ask you, but like they send you an escape, they send you somewhere, they send you uh, to a place where you can relax and kind of back off from the world and its tensions for a little bit. Like I I start enjoying poetry now. When I go into the library, I'll sit in there and I'll read something. And you know what? The question I always get when someone comes up to me, they go, "Are you in school?" I'm like, "Uh, "I'm I'm just reading a book. This is for myself." And they're like, "Well," why are you doing that? I'm like, what do you mean? It's knowledge. Knowledge is power. And they're like, yeah, but no one your age is doing it. I'm like, okay, well, you have to understand that there's a few anomalies out there. There are people out there that want to still read books. You have to read, like people want to educate themselves, whether it's from experiences from other people, like you telling me the story of Renee is telling me, like so much already, I'm already getting a whole job i I had no idea about, first of all, the newspaper industry, and I want to ask you a little bit about um just diving into the realm of what you're interested in. I mean, you said you're writing a book on supernatural things like psychics and stuff, so tell me a little bit about that
1: well, that's part of my interest- or uh, I guess you could call it my interest i'm an I'm a really strong empath.
0: Oh, okay. Can I – before you go off about that, can I actually relate to you a little bit on that? I am also – I'm not 100% belief of it, but um, strong empath, like sensing people's emotions – um I a lot of people are like it sounds like like witchcraft I think it's another element like another frequency like a radio channel some people have that tuned in ability now not to get into specifics but I have family members that say they've seen ghosts they've seen these types of things and not that I I can't knock it because I've never experienced it but I have woken up from a really powerful dream and I'll be like whoa it's like why was that? Why did I just have a dream about a person that's missing and the body is located right here? And then next thing I know, someone will come up to me and my family be like, Hey, um, I don't know if you're able to do this, but look at this photo real quick and tell me if it gives you any types of feelings. And I'll look at it and I'm like, that's the dude from my dream. Like that's the guy, like my my mom was someone that, um, there's a little girl a couple of years ago that was lost. And they were looking for basically a body at this point. My mom had a dream and she's called in anonymously and uh, gave a location. My mom did not murder this person, but they found the little girl. And my mom was like, she came to me in a dream and told me where she was at, like help my parents find her dead body. Now I heard that and I was like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. But I've experienced it at my own level. Like I do sometimes, it's hard for me to associate with people because I'll walk by someone and I'll sense everything about them. I can tell if they're a good or a bad person. And it makes it very, very difficult for me to be able to stay in a good mood all the time. I may seem really, really positive and having a good outlook on life, but a lot of the time people are draining because I can sense their inner turmoil. And it's very, very hard for me to keep that out of my own life. It made it hard for me to try and go into psychotherapy or go into being a psychologist because I would be physically and mentally drained after hearing someone's emotional problems and hearing somebody's just emotional conflictions it was difficult well,
1: actually most psychologists and psychiatrists are empaths
0: yeah and it's really weird um like being an empath is seen as a very feminine characteristic uh, most, i know
1: male empaths
0: yeah well most I know most, a lot of most males that have um the ability to be an empath. It's because they're sensitive. They're a little bit more sensitive than other guys, and that's because they get a better sense of things around them and a better sense of people.
1: My son's stronger empath than I am.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm apparently. To what you know, my mom's got books on it, but uh, she's like, yeah, it comes from your whole side of the family, like on this side, like it's it skipped your brother, but you know, you have it. My
1: mom, my mom is a. Gypsy, and my dad is a Cajun. So I get it from both sides, really strong.
0: I think it's difficult for people to understand something like that because a lot of people don't experience it. Like, I thought it was ridiculous at first, and then it started affecting my life. It started happening to me every day. I was getting deja vu every single day. I was... I was how old
1: was you when that started? How you old was that- I when
0: I started? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I started when I was like 10 years old and it's common for kids to develop deja vu when they're 10 years old, but it fades away. But mine's gotten stronger. Like I can right now I can sense like, I can just by talking to you, not even for a minute, but just like getting like seeing you at first, if I can see somebody it's through a screen, it doesn't matter. I can't sense your thoughts, but I can sense who you are deep down inside if you're a true person or not. I can sense if you've been through some no, shit. No,
1: I'm a robot. You're a what? I'm a robot. <laughs> you're not a,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know if they've created robots like you yet. I think every, everything else now is more like they're trying to do model robots for some reason. I don't oh, know why. Know. I'm like, come on, it's getting ridiculous. But like, I'll be sitting in my house right now. And I can sense like, just by like, if I see my neighbor through my window on accident or something, I'm not staring at him or anything. But, <laughs> like, if I can, I can tell if he's it, it, like what he's feeling, and I'm like, whoa, and I'll be sleeping. And I can feel through my wall, like someone else's emotion. And I'm like, it's draining me. Like, why do I feel like today's going to suck and I'm like I I, my mom's like you got to read books on it you got to figure it out you got to focus it my mom actually you ever heard of the show Ghost Whisperer yes okay so my mom actually interviewed that guy that wrote specific books on this type of abilities that people have these these types of feelings hey
1: um not to interrupt when we get done I need you a bike So send me your mother's name. I've got another friend that works on missing people cases, and they're at a standstill. They really need the help on this case.
0: I'll ask her. My mom's not very open about it. She uh, gets a little turned off in a way. But um, I'll see what she says, and I'll, I'll let you know for sure. But like, she interviewed someone from Ghost Whisperer, the guy who made the show. But he's right. a big advocate of all this. He thinks like he—he's an empath himself. He talks to people that sees dead bodies and like, or not dead bodies, but sees ghosts. And um, that was the concept of the show. And um, before I was even having even slight glimpses of these types of abilities, he told my mom like saw a picture of me and goes, "Is your son's name?" And said my name before my mom said it. And my mom was like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" And he goes, "He's going to be one of the strongest ones of this psychic generation." I was like, "And my mom told me that," and I was like, "All right, shut up, seriously. Like, I'm trying to enjoy <laughs> a bowl of frosted <laughs> flakes right now. I don't have time for your wizardry." And she was like, "Just trust me." And I'm starting to, I'm starting to see it now. And I don't think I'm definitely, I'm definitely not the strongest one, but I, I believe it. I believe it. It's out there. I'm not turned off to anything. Whether the Earth is flat, okay, whatever. But I, I, I believe that there are people out there that develop a type of sixth sense, just like the movie is seeing ghosts. I believe there's people out there that have that.
1: lot of it isn't quite, I got to explain that. Most empaths and psychics and mediums and, you know, people like that, they are born with it. It's. I mean, you can develop it, but most time what you're doing is you're improving on your gift that you've already got. I
0: like I, I, I didn't I definitely didn't develop it. i definitely was born with it because the fact it's hard sometimes. I, I mean, I don't know if you can relate if like obviously you said your son's stronger empath than you are, but you are a little bit. Like
1: No, I, I'm strong. I can read chip do you know who chip coffee is?
0: Chip coffee? I don't. He sounds like a guy that develops chocolate chip cookies. A world
1: famous medium. Okay. And psych- yeah, he used to have a TV uh, reality show about psychic kids, and he was he worked with them for a long time, tra- teaching them how to use their gifts. Okay. But, yeah, he's a world-famous psychic. And he's really, really strong, and he's really good. And a few years ago, I got the pleasure of meeting this man. He's really a good guy. And, you know, being who he is, I know he stays really grounded at all times. And he stays guarded, you know, shielded. So that way, life don't drive him crazy
0: yeah and
1: well I, I mean, feel that I, the life doesn't drive me crazy
0: Well, I think it's the fact that like empaths okay um it's not something I can stop. I don't know if I want to stop it. There are definitely days I'm like, fuck this. Like, this is too much. I'm tired. I like the reason why I go to the grocery store at five o'clock in the morning, the reason why I'm up at hours people aren't up because I'm not getting all that input into my head at once. If I go out and try and experience the world at like 1 p.m. or something of this sort, I am drained. I'm like, oh my God.
1: Oh, I get anxious. I get nervous.
0: I don't get nervous. I just get like in a in a depressive slump. Like I, oh, my goodness. body, my body absorbs that energy, and it's just like I can't. No, like it's it's too much. Cause I my
1: think- husband is a little bit empathic. He's not so much as I am, and I let my guard down around him, and he goes and picks spots out of my head, like little problems I'm having. Yeah, and I don't say nothing to him.
0: Well, I always thought, see, before I had belief in all the psychic abilities and stuff and perceived effects, was the fact that I took psychology, so I was always constantly interested in self-analyzing. And I think a lot about what makes someone, a first of all, a good podcaster, and first of all, is being an empath. Because you are able to adapt to the person you are talking to. You're also able to read the person you're talking to, know what to talk about, know what questions to bring up, know what things to say. You know, I I, I vibe with everyone for that specific reason. I can tell if somebody needs a laugh. I can tell if somebody needs something. I can tell if someone wants to relate to this. I can tell just by walking up to them. It's very difficult. I I can sense if a person's a good person or if that person's going to shoot up a grocery store i can i I can feel that, and it's a lot of people don't understand that now I experienced this in my life, and I thought everybody did the same and Now, coming to the age I am at now, I have started to find that that's a lot of people don't have that perceived ability a lot of people don't that's not a normal thing that's a very kind of it's you know obviously in some groups it's pretty popular, but not a lot in the world there's not a lot of people that have psychic abilities
1: well, you'd be surprised they may not talk about it. Or they might be the type that growing up they had it and their parents discouraged it. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Your invisible friend's really not. Yeah. There's nothing there. What well, that, are you, you know?
0: That was always the thought that imaginary friends were, um, like kids were creating imaginary friends that were actually like other spirits talking to them. I
1: think and then you get I, people I, I th- my age. I'm forty-six. You get people my age that their parents discouraged
0: it from the word go. Why would they discourage it? Like I've seen in my family, my family's trying yeah, to unknown is it. a scary thing. Well, a lot of people have want to know what's out there though, but a lot of people get scared when they find out the information that it's a real thing.
1: Right. And a lot of parents discouraged it. And kids, my, you know, when they were younger, my, you know, people my age when they were younger, and a lot of times they wound up in an insane asylum for a while.
0: Yeah, writing on the walls and getting naked in random places. I know, it's yeah. It's, sometimes a, a lot of like what I kind of concept up to mental illness in a way, like the people that experience a lot of mental like points of like where they're just like seen as nut jobs. Sometimes they have something that people don't understand that's too much for them to handle.
1: Now, there are, nowadays, there are places, insane asylum, for people to go to. And there are people there that can tell whether or not they're insane, or if they're empathic, or a medium, or whatever. And if they're not insane, and they actually have these gifts, they are not admitted to this hospital, okay they say, well, there's nothing wrong with you. everything you you're experiencing really is happening to you
0: i like I said, it's probably the social groups and the kind of connections you made. You probably dived into more people and surrounded more people around the same likeness of what you have when it comes to understanding psychic abilities. Like in yeah. my in my general area, I'm still around the normal everyday average Joe people. So none of them believe in that. They believe that that's all make-believe, that's all fairy tale, which is the common notion in society today. So when you say that there's a large amount of psychics, that I I can't believe because of the fact that my area doesn't, does not promote that. You might surround yourself with influences and in others like a lot of you know social groups in school, well, like kids being associated together, certain groups being associated together. When you start associating yourself with more psychic people, you're going to start thinking that everyone I don't has-
1: associate with people. Too many people here. I have a very small group here in my area that I associate with outside of just how, how you do it.
0: Well, you're looking more closely t- to you. I'm talking about like with your Facebook with your instagram with whatever you promote yeah, with,
1: with my every whatever stuff I have a lot of non gifted
0: people, but they believe in the psychic abilities and stuff which makes Not you always. Uh, Not always. no what you have to what you have to understand is like what i like I know the main thing you told me you wanted to talk about was supernatural and psychic abilities and things of the yeah. sort that you find fascinating now. When you have a like your podcast specifically the Rift network, and you know the
1: rift network I mean explain about that that is several
0: different shows that several different people do you were saying psychics are more prevalent now, you think that's being more common now, and I was bringing, I think. well, hold on, I was bringing up the point of the fact that you also associate yourself with other psychic people like for me. I don't talk to others. I don't even dive into that realm at all. Even though I might experience it, I don't associate myself with those people. I associate myself in my area with my common everyday man and people that I see on the street. And it doesn't seem like psychics are very, very common.
1: I think it's more, how can I put this? I started gathering my psychic friends and others that are like me with the empath and whatever i started that about five six years ago just trying to get in information about how to deal with what i deal with on an everyday basis that's yep. where i started
0: yeah better funding yourself with If you create yourself with like-minded individuals, you're going to experience better ways to adapt to the feelings that you are experiencing.
1: Exactly. And it led me from one path to another path to another path on how to develop what I deal with.
0: Yeah, certain tips and tricks that you can learn from other people that work for them might work for you. Yeah. I think the point we were talking about before it kind of seemed like we were getting a little bit of an argument was when – I was bringing up how like the Rift Network and like how it's like, you know, it's multiple people all in different ones. Everyone has their own little podcast and you have your own right. specific outlet. I was like, you were saying that, um, people are more experiencing psychic abilities nowadays. Like more people are psychic now. And I was telling you, I don't think that's true just because of the fact, like, I think you might associate yourself with more psychics than normal day people. So you think more right. psychics are more relevant in time, but, Also, I have to take into the aspect, too, of, you know, you hear what's going on with the 5G network, how people are getting affected by it, getting sick from it. Right. I'm thinking maybe that's going to push some people to develop another sense, like a a mutation of the gene or something where they might experience something. Uh, like a psychic ability. I think that's going to be prevalent, especially with younger ages. I mean, you have to think there's a signal coming from your cell phone right now that's beaming up into the sky and it's bouncing and it's right next to your head. Before we knew about radiation, like the fact I couldn't stand and look at my microwave and just stare at my food being heated up because I'll get radiation from that affecting my brain. And then we have radiation coming from our cell phones. That could create psychic abilities easy.
1: But I don't quite, I think it's a, how can I put this? I think it's not so much a mutation as an opening of what's normally, what is, what was there in the first place. Uh,
0: so like, Does another. yeah, like you're talking about, like, it's like, it's like an alternate reality type situation no, it's, well, no, like, no, no. It's, it's like it's 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 a part of the sh- like um the theories of like what's going on around us like some people that believe like spirits walk among us those like those people that could see that it's like a radio you know how there's frequency right. on the radio they're just tuned into a different frequency
1: but see i think humans have that sixth sense already it's just with over time it had been kind of shut down kind of like your appendix they don't know why your appendix is there they don't know why humans have one it's a throwback from maybe when we ate raw meat when humans ate raw meat in the stone age they don't know
0: and i I think you believe it's a skill that's laid dormant yes that makes sense i mean i can believe that i think I think, I don't know if to believe everybody is psychic, um, to think that they might have that ability. I think there's too much fluctuation in the way they think that's gonna conflict with trying to develop it if they do have it. Um, A lot of people are not open to this type of talk. Uh, Very few people really, at least in my circle and the people I associate with, are not believe of psychic abilities um like i said it's going to be different for you where you associate yourself more with people with psychic abilities so it's going to be a little bit more open but in the common everyday person at least in the world today they think of that as more of a fantasy aspect and you can't truly understand it unless you've experienced it but getting someone to try and do all the things they have to do whether it's a seance whether these these types of things that you have to do to be able to channel it out of you they that, they seem that as ridiculous, which I think you can't really justify anything unless you've tried it. The fact that I've talked to my aunt, who's a spiritualist, I'm not in belief of it, but I understand why she does it. I understand why she goes on the beach. She does chants. She does seances. She, um, she like worships the dead, like does lights, candles and stuff with around photos and tries to channel them. And also she tries to connect herself one with the earth the energy that type of thing I, right. I, I, I'm i in belief of that I, I saw how she did it I experienced it and I'm not saying it's it's just not my cup of tea I so I think more people are closed-minded nowadays when it comes to psychic abilities where if you really think about it it's pretty fucking awesome that people do <coughs> that. I mean no. it's like it's like having superpowers I
1: think it's like it depends on where you come from Like, I was born, and I have family down, I was born in South Louisiana. My mom's a gypsy, my dad's a uh, Cajun, and down in South Louisiana, they have more people that believe in things like witchcraft, and voodoo, and hoodoo, and all that. It's more open down there, and it's more accepted.
0: Well, that's just in a lot that's
1: of places in the United States.
0: Yeah, well, that's just how the like, gypsies are and stuff. They're very religious people. If you find anywhere with religion, um, it seems like they're all in belief of an extra power, whether it's psychic abilities or whether it's an opposing force or whether it's something that's affecting uh, at least the minds of what they would consider uh, humanity or mere right. mortal things. Um, and Cajuns actually,
1: are the same way.
0: Yeah. And those are very religious countries. Like I said, it's all depends on like for here in America, it's 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 very hard to believe uh, the things that get used that because a lot of people take it the wrong way. A lot of people try and do like you hear all the time in the news um, or something. Somebody was got scammed at a fortune teller, got scammed at something because there's these tricks because it's a way for them to profit and make money by people that are obviously going through a tragic loss. They want to experience their loved one. Um, they want to see their loved one again, so they go into this person and trust them to channel their dead loved one, um, and they end up kind of just scamming them out of money. So I think it gets – when it comes to psychic abilities, it gets taken as a joke like that. Like it's just nothing but a giant scam, and it's not true. There's there's people out there that w- are truly out there to help you.
1: Now, see, I was always taught you've got a gift. God gave you a gift be it an empath or your psychic ability or your mediumship or whatever, God gave you a gift. As a gift, you would not turn around and sell. If someone gave you, let's say, a brand new radio, brand new studio equipment, right? You would never turn around and sell that or use it for monetary gain. You would turn around and say, look, I got this neat gift. Let's use it.
0: Okay. I mean, I understand what you're it's saying.
1: It's not for sale. If someone wants my help or whatever, they can come to me. I will give it. Very freely. Because I what, like helping people.
0: Exactly. That's your moral, that's your moral conscience at work. You don't want to profit off something that you were given as a gift. Right. Or, some, or something that you can use for good. A lot of people do you find that would are uh, there's people out there that would use it for profitability
1: there are and there are a lot that i personally know that do
0: do you think those people um should be that gift should be taken away or do you think they should be no brought into I, reasoning to understand what the gift that they were given and how they should work with helping others
1: some of the people i know use it to actually support themselves they don't make money hand over fist to make themselves millionaires. But they do make enough maybe to feed themselves and pay a very cheap rent.
0: Yeah. Well, or I mean, to
1: supplement their daily income.
0: As long as they're not making like like it's not as they're giving false pretenses, I would say, like false readings right. or false things of that sort, then that's fine. If you got to make money that way, then yeah, use it. Use it to your best of your ability. But I think people tend to give people false information or give people a false sense of uh, I guess an answer of what they're looking for because they feel like it's they're coming to them for help and they can just easily knock this person off and just get the money from it exactly what types of things have you experienced with your psychic abilities
1: um honey, I was born with psychic abilities I've seen things
0: I've heard things. things I want to know what types of things
1: Well, like growing up, see, my mom didn't train us. You know, she didn't teach us exactly how to use our gifts. That's something I've had to learn over the years from other people. But like when I was a kid, my mom had a habit of moving into haunted houses.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And there was times, you know, we would be scared, you know, being children. Naturally, you'd be afraid of this weirdo guy showing up at the foot of your bed or coming out of your closet or going past your bedroom into the kitchen when you know there should be no man in your house. And we'd go to my mom and we'd say, mom, this dude keeps showing up at the foot of my bed, for example, and she goes, oh, just tell him to go away and leave you alone and go back to sleep.
0: It's not that simple. Sometimes they feel like they're coming to you for answers too. Like a lot right. of deals with like the sixth sense where he was, um, you know, the kid was talking about like they're coming to him for help and he doesn't know what to do. That's true. Right. They're lost. And we don't know if there's an, another universe where spirits go. There's not true. No one can really believe it unless you've experienced it yourself. Right. I want to highlight that of importance. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying it's, it's hard to get others to, be in belief of that if they don't even understand what it's like to sense another presence
1: the most recent i'll tell you tell you about my most recent it's not it's just unusual one day you know how you're on youtube and you're just screwing around and come across the older music you type in something and some older music come up and that's what i was doing that morning And I was sitting there on my couch scrolling through and an old favorite of mine showed up on my YouTube list and I played it. And all of a sudden it smelled, I didn't see nobody, but it smelled like I was in the middle of a rose garden. You know, that real heavy rose smell. Yeah. And I looked around, and there was nobody. I did not see anybody. And then all of a sudden, I hear this voice in my head. And I know that sounds like I'm mental, but that's the best way I can explain it. And it goes, hi, my name is Lily. And I like this music. And that's all I heard. That's all she said. Because it was a woman's voice. I'm thinking, oh, well, this is cool. But after a while, I'd gotten, I'd started feeling sick because that rose smell was so heavy. It was like I'd taken a bath in rose oil.
0: Did you decide to look up who this Lily girl was? A lot of people that see ghosts or hear names of people, they decide to do a little bit of research. Um, It turns out it's someone that passed away either in that house or in that general area
1: where i live at the property i live on had a bigger house and it was a doctor's like part of it was a doctor's infirmary it was a doctor's house in the fort in the 20s and part of it he had like a couple hospital beds and you know set up like that and lily was one of his patients that had passed away in the infirmary and then they tore the house down and built the one I live in
0: do you find it like when you're talking about ghosts or spirits do you think that they're actual like the person after death or do you think it's just memory and glimpses left like imprinted on the earth
1: it depends because there is two types of of what they consider hauntings you've got your residual which is like a like a dvd you know like, yeah, like a movie an echo, like an echo right and then you've got the ones that actually respond like they have conscious thought like like you and me we're talking right now i talk to you you talk to me back yeah and you get that too
0: i i just it's it's hard for people to understand like it's what makes the X-Files and all these types of ghost hunter shows so interesting because we all, we're all scared of what's out there. Okay. But a lot of, a lot of us are constantly searching because we want to know that mystery. We want to know the secret. And a lot of us don't understand what happens when we do uncover that secret.
1: Exactly. But you know, it always gets me. These ghost investigation shows, they get me. Because they're out ghost hunting.
0: They don't find shit.
1: Well, they do. And when they find it, it's like either they like Zach and all of them on ghost adventures, right? For example, I love them guys. They're awesome. But they get into a house and they find what they're looking for. First off, they ask, what was that?
0: Yeah, they technically pro- pro- probably should argue that it's probably And then they scream like girls,
1: as well, and you're going, um, you found what you're looking for, and now you're scared of
0: it. You think they dramatize it up for television? Yes, I think them guys do. I think they do the, uh, the ghost, at least the psychic world, a little bit of injustice. Um, just when it comes to how far they go to try and see this, I'm like – if you really like took it to all seriousness, like don't be so scared and dramatic. like don't be on just for television purposes. Like I understand that gets views and everything, but you're ruining like a form of this thing that people need to be more open to.
1: Right. Now there is a new show that just, they just did eight episodes. And if you can find it, I strongly suggest you watch it. I know, I actually know the people that are in it. And uh, it's called Ghost of Morgan City. And it's only eight episodes and it's freaking awesome. It's not over dramatized. Everything is done scientifically.
0: You know. Are they, just, awesome. are they just hunting for ghosts?
1: Yeah, they're working with the city of Morgan City. Louisiana. And when the police get an unusual call, they call these guys. These guys go and investigate.
0: You know what I want to know is why is every time the topic of psychic abilities brought up, it always leads to looking at ghosts. There's other people out there that have psychic abilities that don't see ghosts. Do you know any of these types of people? And can you tell me uh, a little my bit sister, about some of
1: these types? I've got two sisters. Well, actually, I've got four sisters. But two of my sisters, my oldest sister, it's, she's never been quite as open as I am. But she hears things. She sees things. She'll talk to things okay. when she has to, when it's, like, all up in her face. And
0: but isn't that ghost, breathable. though? What do you mean by things?
1: Just that. I don't see or hear or anything what she does.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about, isn't there another, like other, there's obviously other forms of psychic abilities, whether it's sensing emotion and these types of things. I'm saying psychic abilities always get chalked up to looking at ghosts. You're saying right. your, sis- your sister was talking to things. Isn't that ghosts? So do you know anybody it else? Could
1: be it could be other things. I mean, you know, she okay. sometimes would say it was people, but then it could be animals. Um,
0: She's just weird like that.
1: <laughs> but I you're mean, right. There's clairvoyance. Excellent.
0: Yeah. What's cl- okay? So explain explain them because a lot of people out here don't understand it. Well, see, so you've got clairvoyance, which
1: everybody knows what that is. It's moving th- uh like mind reading. Okay. You've got your th- telepathies, which is moving things around with your mind you've got a number of things like that, as well, and that is part of being psychic
0: I think a lot of people look at psychics, like I said, looking at ghosts and stuff and right. there's obviously other clear definitions of what other people have, like now, do I think everybody is telepathic where they can you know do whatever i had not seen it myself so i don't know but there's there's many notable psychic abilities throughout history such as apportation the ability yeah. to undergo materialization and um, like be able to disappearance or teleport an object that's that's crazy um astral projection commonly used in religion uh being associated a lot like out of body of experience like a lot of people feel like they can meditate and then leave their body Um, Exactly.
1: Or they do it in their sleep and they don't control where they're going.
0: Yeah. Well, I always chalk up REM sleep, you know, uh, rapid eye movement while you sleep. I I picture that as your brain looking for an alternate universe to slip into. Now, hear me out when I say that. What I mean is I believe your dreams are just you getting your mind is teleporting somewhere. I, th- I think that might be a strong possibility. Am I 100% belief of it? No, but it's, it's a possibility. I mean, your eyes, when the, if you ever see somebody sleeping and their eyes are shut and their eyes are just moving crazily with their eyelids shut, you can see them just moving around. I think that might be right. your brain trying to find another way to slip into, which goes into the fact of hypnic jerk, which is when you wake up from sleep and you felt like you were falling. I think it was you were slipping into that alternate reality. It's a theory of mine, but at the same time, I think that would be pretty awesome. No, it actually makes sense. Because I mean, if you think your brain, let's you know, creativity is a powerful thing too. It's actually. Uh, the crazy thing about the brain is, is why a lot of people are not in belief of psychic abilities is because there's so many things that, you know, that can get chalked up to, oh, that's just your brain remembering something. Oh, you're just remembering a smell you 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 had when you were a kid because smell, your memory is practically linked to your sense of smell. Like if you get a random smell in your head, you get a random image in your mind, like, oh my God, I'm 12 years old again. Like, and I, I think when you're looking at a dream and there's so many unexplainable things about it. They talk about it happens at this certain age, happens at this time, happens when the brain's in this type of development, happens when this brain's doing this type of hormonal change. I'm like, but if you really think about it, when you look at REM sleep slipping into alternate realities, like there are people with perceived abilities out there that are on a different frequency. The fact that there's people out there that can see color. I'm talking about, I mean, not like see color, yeah. like, like, or not, not see color, hear color. Like they can hear color right and, can, and there's people out there that can like see like smells like they can see it like they can see the aroma through the air like it's like a it looks like a giant mist i'm like i i, I can't understand where people don't see that it, it really got me adapted into the show of heroes you ever seen the show heroes i've seen parts bits and pieces <laughs> the woman had a cello and she would play the cello and that she could see the notes beaming off and it would shoot off like color off of her cello and that was her power she was able to do that but she was deaf right she was playing and like that makes you a little bit more open-minded I'm not saying it's 100% real but I'm saying people definitely need to be more open-minded to other things you can't just have a set one way on everything same thing with religion I think everybody's getting bits and pieces of the big picture everyone's got a puzzle piece that we're all trying to fit together into one giant picture and
1: here's the thing on that i'm gonna I'm on touch on that if you read the beginning of revelations when they're describing the different religions and what they're doing wrong or what they have done wrong if you take what they're doing right and combine them then that is the ultimate religion
0: Ah, I see what you're saying now. I think it's the fact that you have to look at every possible outcome. You can't make a justified decision without experiencing it yourself. You know what I mean? Right. And personally,
1: I be- I'm i not a religious person. I don't go to church. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. But I don't exactly worship them. I don't worship anything. I live right, I eat right, I try to treat people the way you're supposed to treat people. Yeah. Because I know religions, you know, they say, oh, I'm a Christian person. But then you see them on the highway, getting off on the off ramp, and there's a man in a wheelchair with a sign that says, I need, I'm a homeless veteran and I need help for with food or whatever and i've seen these good christians turn and not even look at this man
0: yeah it's pretty sad
1: and i'm going now where is the christianity in that
0: yeah well i think a lot of people don't they don't care for one another anymore based on the fact that they see people as everyone's filled with hate and it's not true it's, 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 pro- it's primarily dominant at least, but I don't think everyone is naturally born to hate everyone. We have a oh. in our human nature, like you said, where I do kind of believe that maybe that there is a, a psychic ability that lies dormant in everyone, but we also have a characteristic of caring for one another. The only fact is right. it takes something so impactful to everyone's life at once for people to realize that like a well, terroristic attack. Well, a it's terroristic attack. That. Like, if if there's a terrorist attack right now, we would all forget race in general. We would all come together and become one to fix this problem that just happened. I don't see... I think a lot of people um,
1: try to pick and choose the people that either they help or they pick and choose the circle they're in. Like... You know, I, I pick and choose my psychic people. I really do, because, I you know, I check them out. And we are the ones I talk to. But on the other hand, it's my duty as a human to walk up to that man I see on the off ramp, and I don't care if it's my last dollar bill, my last 50 cents. I will give it to that man, because he darn well needs it worse than I do.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people don't do that because of either they feel like it's going to go to waste if they give it to the guys, who's going to go buy booze with it, and a lot of people, I think you have to have faith in humanity a little bit.
1: I've seen a woman one time. I was at a store. I was waiting on some information, went outside, and was just sitting out in my car, and I was watching this woman at light. There was a gentleman there. That said he needed food and blanket. He was a homeless gentleman. And she had stopped in traffic at a red light, got out of her car, opened her trunk, and gave him a bag of groceries and a blue blanket.
0: Well, I think you got to look at the aspect and- of a lot of people give up don't give people a chance anymore. You know, nobody holds a door open anymore. Nobody does these types of things because the world is seen as shit. And it's not, it's not always shit. I think we choose to make it like that. There's always a true underlying factor underneath it all. Like people are all unique, but we're all the same. We choose to act the same. We choose to dress the same. We choose to follow one another instead of being leaders anymore. And I think that's a giant problem with the world today based on the fact that they're afraid to break out and do their own thing anymore. Most people are not saying you or me, I'm saying, but most people are afraid to break out. It's hard. A lot of people don't want to come out as psychic ability with psychic abilities. At least I don't want to be super, super open about it because I don't want to be seen as a freak. But once I start to realize through myself, that's a problem in my own train of thought because Having that ability or having that thing you got to consider is a gift, even though sometimes it is a little bit of a curse. The the fact that like you're sensing everybody's emotions at once, it gets a little difficult to handle if you don't know how to handle it. But there right. are people out there that have experienced it. Like the whole reason I even started this podcast, if someone was going through something, they were going to be able to listen to somebody or if somebody I had on in a conversation we had, and then pull something from it. Whether they do or not is entirely up to them. Um, that's not the basis of the show, but it's it's the idea that you need to know that you there are people going through bad things just like you are there are people going that think the same way you think there are people that like yeah. understand the way you're you're trying to do stuff and people feel like they're not heard anymore people feel like they're the only one in this whole entire world that thinks and feels the way they do that may be true in some cases but there are people that can relate to you there are people that can help you and nobody looks for help anymore because we're too afraid of one another
1: here's the thing about that and I understand where you're coming from. People have to realize they're not alone in what they're dealing with. Period.
0: Well, how, how do people get to but then that you gotta
1: point? think you've got to feel comfortable in your own body, in your own mind. And once you do that. You can say, can we going or ask? Can we cuss here? Yeah. You brow cussing. Yeah, I've,
0: I've cussed like five times already. <laughs>
1: I have not noticed. I'm sorry. Once you realize that you do not have to keep up with the Joneses, you don't have to keep up with what people think about you or what they feel about you. Once you feel confident enough to be yourself and you can say fuck the world yeah I am going to be me that's the only way you're going to understand how to deal with things
0: and you got to take that in the right form too you can't just say you know you can't just say fuck everybody and then you know, not care and try and hurt everybody just to get your point across, like not think of no. anybody else's feelings. You have to understand there is a, I'm only highlighting that, like, I understand what you're saying, but I'm only highlighting that because someone out there is, that's how they think. That's how they think. Oh, I can just say, fuck everybody. No, you have to understand is you have a, you have a purpose here, whether right. you believe in destiny or not, you have a purpose. Okay. You, if you're going to be the first man on the moon and he decides, oh, someone else is going to do it. That might not ever happen. You gotta be right. that innovator. You gotta be that spark that creates But you have to be comfortable with yourself to do that. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable just with the right. way society is today.
1: They go to the I mean society goes to the point of you've gotta think this way, you've gotta think that way, you've gotta act this way to be accepted. But what about people like me? I have no desire to be accepted. I do my own thing and if it means I have to change to be accepted, it's not going to happen because I am that comfortable with me to be me no matter where I'm at.
0: I think it's also the point like when you start trying to be accepted, you think everything about yourself is a freak thing. Like any type of special thing that you might have, you start to think of it as being a freak, being an outcast. And I think yeah. that's what puts people in a bad state. Like if you start thinking that, your, your life's not going to be fun. Your life is going to be miserable. You're going to be afraid to try and ch- chase down this thing at the fear that someone would see it. And the next thing you know, you're getting mocked of or getting made fun of. When really, truly, you have something they might not ever know what it's like to experience. You should dive full first into that realm.
1: Right. And that is why some people with psychic abilities don't come out. They don't come out to other people. They don't reach out and say, hey, look, I'm not crazy. This is what's happening. Can someone help? They keep it all bottled inside because that is what society wants them to do.
0: So you think people are more being a hive mind instead of their own divine person anymore? Right. I mean, I'm in a belief of that entirely. I see it every single day. I see people just walk around acting like one another, dressing like one another. And it breaks my heart a little bit because I know how inspiring people can be if they choose to put their mind or passion and drive into something. I've seen- with podcasting, I've seen people's eyes light up when I'm looking at them and we're talking about something they enjoy, something that they think is weird or whatever. And I'm telling you, we all have it. We all have that thing, but it's 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 on it's in pushed in the corner. It's shoved away from the world because it's yes. not how people want to act.
1: And it's like a self confidence thing as well. I'm sure you've talked to people that have very, very low self-confidence. Yeah. Because believe what other people have told them.
0: That they're not important, that they don't matter. You're that they're, not that...
1: important. Mm. You're ugly. You are poor, and I want nothing to do with you. You're a boy. You're a girl. You're You believe sexually this way. You believe sexually that way.
0: You're trans with gender and you're a weirdo. It's the same answer I always give to everybody. I'm just me and I do my best. You know? Right. I I can only do and work with the tools I have. And so I'm going to try my best to either improve my set of standards or conditions. And any type of closed thinking I have, I try and find out why that's closed thinking and eliminate that problem. But
1: there are so many people that are afraid to reach out and say, I am me. And if you don't like me, for me, then I don't need you. Because they believe in what other people tell them. They want acceptance.
0: Everybody wants to be accepted. You don't want to feel like an outcast. You don't want to be alone. That fear of being alone is worse than pursuing your passion. And I think people need to understand that. You're everyone is not going to agree with what you think. Everybody's not going to think the way you think. The reason why right. you think the way you think is because you're unique. Everyone is unique. You're not a s you know, you're not like everybody else. You can't be Bill that works a nine to five. That's not you. You can't do good in an office setting. You need to be out and experiencing the world. That's what you have to do, then you need to do it. Exactly. You can't sit there and listen to anybody else. You have to do what you have to do to survive and do what you have to do to just be able to be happy and not hurt anybody else. You shouldn't have to exactly. hurt anybody else.
1: And only you can make yourself happy, not other people. Other people don't know what's gonna take to make you happy. You know what's gonna take to make you happy.
0: If I had to ask you what's one psychic ability you wish or you are really really fond of, like one of your favorite, like ones that you think would be really cool to have, what would you say it would be?
1: I think I would want to be or to have telepathy to where I could move things from one place to another. I don't because I'm lazy and I don't like to get off my couch to clean if I don't have to.
0: I think you're talking about something else that's not telepathy.
1: No, it's telepathy where no, you can move things from tele- one thing one place telepath- to another.
0: Telepathy is the ability to transmit or receive thoughts supernaturally. That's true. Yeah. Um the what you're talking about is Maybe it's teleportation. Something. My brain's not working. My my okay. mine would be I have to be conjuration, to be honest with you. A lot of people chalk up conjuration to summoning demons and these types of things. It's been used in a lot of religious, but what impacted me really crazy about like old school type history was I used to play oh, these. Awesome. Well, well, what I used to play these games is um, you get to be like a magician or some type of thing. A lot of people see like nerdy, but the ability to conjure up like an animal in front of you and then like you can have it walk beside you like that was always so cool to me like i mean
1: i know what the word i was looking for no i lost it thank you levitation if i could levitate the mess in my house and just put everything where it goes just by levitation
0: that's the ability to make yourself fly that's not the ability to make other things
1: levitate items
0: now, you. I, you, do you want me to look up what you're talking about so you can yeah
1: my brain's not working and i'm on my phone
0: i i mean conjuration is pretty cool because it's like the ability to materialize physical oh, objects yeah.
1: I, but, but i that see I
0: like would be more like witchcraft yeah but that's that's, that's that's not always true because i think it just gets used for that it's still a psychic ability, but people use it for witchcraft. It's been commonly used in that. But also, so is clairvoyance. People like seeing the dead or doing whatever, it's, it's, it's all, it, it all can get twisted. I say that when you give right. people the benefit of the doubt of like, if I was going to offer an average person on the street a psychic ability, they would use it for their own intentions entirely. They would not help people. Until they came to that point where they would help people. At least a large amount of the population, the most common thing, if I was going to give them a psychic ability like being able to teleport, they immediately would be like, fuck air miles. I'm, I'm ripping up this plane ticket. I'm teleporting everywhere. That's, that's, that, I, that I 100% believe. I think it takes very, 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 very few. Telekinesis. Individual. I just looked it up. Telekinesis.
1: Or psychokinesis.
0: The ability
1: to move objects through mind power.
0: Yeah, psychokinesis, the ability to manipulate objects within the mind.
1: That's what I want.
0: That's pretty Because I'm lazy and I
1: don't like to get off my couch.
0: Yeah, well, eventually robots are going to be able to do everything for you. (laughs) I just think if you give people, if someone gave you like a pill, like you can take this and you're going to get a psychic ability, it's going to be a random one, whatever they get, they're going to use for their own intentions. They're going to use for selfish needs. They're not going to use to help one another. So if you chalk up to the reasoning, if there is a God out there, like I said, I'm not religious either, um, that why would he give everyone a power if they're going to just use it for self-purpose? They're not going to use it to benefit society.
1: Yeah, but some people don't even use the gift that God gave them. Yeah, I mean everybody has the gift of helping people and being bringing their community together. They don't even do that.
0: But some they are so to just
1: wrapped up in their own little bubble thing.
0: I just that feel a lot it.
1: of people think the world
0: can just piss off. Do you think people do you have faith in humanity a little bit or do you feel like there are some people that are just lost? It's hard to say and I know it's going to be hard to answer but the fact is there are some people out there that are so resistant to change that oh yeah it's 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 hard to see them coming back from it. I try sometimes, and get give-
1: Sometimes you know sometimes you you think you see people and they're so wrapped up in their own little bubble doing their own little thing, being their own little selfish people. And they hang around people like that. And excuse the phrase, sometimes you just look at them and you just want to dick slap them.
0: <laughs> I think it's your, everybody's a product of their environment. If you surround yourself with negativity, your life is going to be negative.
1: Yeah, they just need to wake up, people. Wake Let's, up and see what's around you.
0: It's hard for people to hear that and say, what do you mean wake up? Because they don't even know they're truly really not paying attention. They don't know they're on autopilot. Everybody's on autopilot nowadays. You can't have a thinking conversation without any, without somebody just giving you an automatic response. Like, yep, okay. Yeah, okay. I
1: don't know where you're from. Where are you from? You're in California, right?
0: No, I'm from Ocean City, Maryland. I'm East Coast, not West. Okay,
1: you're East Coast like me. In Michigan, pot is now legal, recreational and medicinal. It's it illegal.
0: It shouldn't be illegal in the first place. I agree. I think everything's bad with You know, you these
1: people up here, and they go into places, and you're going, man, how can these people see if they just open their eyes a little bit because they're so stone their eyes are just little bitty slits yeah that's that's the way i feel most people look at the world is through little bitty slits
0: i think in their i eyes. think people like i'm not a pro like i'm not a, i don't smoke weed but i've smoked it before i know what it's like to be on it and let me tell you something it's changed my life to be a hundred percent honest with you. Cause I know what it's like to experience the world on it. I know s- colors were brighter things. It seemed like someone took the sunglasses off my eyes. Now yeah. I don't, I don't advocate, like I'm not a, a pro like, Oh, I'm a, I'm more like, if that fits for you, that fits for you. It doesn't fit for me. Right. So I'm not going to do it. And I think that's <coughs> I'm how I'm allergic my, to it. So there, I think, I think more people need to be tolerable of if it works for somebody it does work for somebody I've experienced the good well, I'm
1: just saying you know how their eyes you know get all droopy
0: yeah yeah well I, I chalk it up and to, they
1: look at the world through that little bitty slit and that's all
0: they see I chalk it up to a whole nother thing as the fact that it gives you another per, I guess gratitude for life in a way if you smoke weed you know you start kind of being able to experience more things that you were closed off to before it's like getting you out of that autopilot for a little bit i think more people like they should they should at least try it to see if it is a fit for them because you never know you never know like you find out what it's like on it like holy crap you know if you gave donald trump mushrooms or something he would be like why the fuck i I have orange skin oh my god i did all that like he would probably wake up Like, that's hey, obviously. That man
1: is so screwed up. I don't think he'd ever wake up. Well, you could give him acid and he wouldn't wake up.
0: I try and give him the benefit of the doubt, too. You know, he is a celebrity. So I'm like, he probably is doing this just to get more popularity for his business and everything. But I, don't, I
1: don't know where these people are coming from. I mean, they see things that are going on,
0: they don't really care because it's not affecting him. And
1: them they personally. support him. Oh, like. He did something a year while back, and I'm going, that's a lie. But yet, everybody's saying, Oh, that man don't lie.
0: Well, if you really wanted the answer to it, I think it's the fact that you can't have one person run all these people. You just can't. No, it doesn't matter if it's a man, woman, dog, cat, whatever. It's impossible for one person to think for everyone on this earth. It is is it is impossible the fact that it's a job is ridiculous i don't nobody's done it right all of our presidents have there's always one thing somebody's going to complain about exactly. i say it needs to be a hive mind of people that come together and trying to agree on a certain point. you know trying to agree but see, on.
1: that's some- what our house of representatives and congress and senate and all that is all about they are sh- they should be that high they but- represent the people they focus and they're not on
0: representing
1: the people there representing their damn pockets
0: yeah they 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 focus on like you know Robin Williams used to have a really good joke that he said he thinks that po- politicians should ha- be like NASCAR drivers where they have the people sponsoring them on their jacket, so you know why they, they voted do. that way it's true.
1: the lobbyists to sponsor them
0: yeah it's it's the fact that like there is too much money that people get obsessed with i think it's because money rules the world if you think about it that little piece of paper in your pocket controls if you're going to eat or not i think that's ridiculous we need to hop off that as a people i I
1: can agree to i i
0: I think like you know it's all about trying to work with each other and trying to create a better environment for one another because we're all living here together we all immediately affect each other's lives whether you believe it or not
1: lansing because i live outside of lansing lansing a lot of the merchants in lansing are now in a program with the other merchants that they border barter for goods and services and i really think that is awesome like this restaurant Needs a product. Let's say baked goods, right? Okay. A woman comes in, bakes their goods, and in return, three or four times a month, her and her family gets a free meal from this restaurant.
0: Mm-hmm. That's amazing and, for that woman to do.
1: Right. And But for her to have her flour and her sugar and her fruit, Let's say she makes apple pies, right, for this restaurant. A corner store provides, or a wholesaler there in Lansing provides her with the flour and sugar. And a farmer that grows apples provides her with the apples. And in return, she does something for them. So all around, it costs nobody anything.
0: Yeah, it's a trade. It's, it's, it's a bargain. You know, you get something out of it too.
1: Right. Because maybe the people that provide the flour and the sugar order something else for their flour and sugar that they give to the lady.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how it used to be. You know, used to we used to trade things. You would trade this and then get that. You would trade this and get that. It was evident around the world.
1: Right. Well, Lansing now has that in place for a lot of the businesses, and they did it on their own. It wasn't like, you know, a law or whatever. It was one person's idea, and it has spread around Lansing to a lot of the businesses. Yeah. Not just restaurants or bakeries or, you know, whatever, but a lot of businesses. I know there's a lady. That um, she's a massage therapist and a Reiki master, and she trades her goods to someone else for dog walking services.
0: Yeah, it's all—it's all at least. I—it's—it th- it's, doesn't have to be all about money. It can all about just be trading in general. The fact we used to do that all the time throughout history and we just seem to stop yeah. and just rely on paper nowadays.
1: Which reminds me. Thank you for reminding me I've got to get a hold of her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and you know that's someone maybe I could hook you up with to talk about that. No, uh, my mom is a Reiki.
0: Up. My mom's a Reiki energy but, too.
1: Lady that has been really toting the barter system in Lansing, her name is Sarah. And I will send you her name and maybe you can reach out to her.
0: For sure. That's- I'm open to conversation. I want to get the idea for people to understand out there that there you know you can't be closed-minded to to not being having psychics out there. Like that's a thing. But yeah, I'll hook you up with her. For sure. Well, I appreciate you She's being awesome. able to. I think I appreciate you being able to do my podcast. I just want to ask you one more thing. If you had to do a change to this world, whether it's open up more people to being psychic or do this type anything you can think of, what would it be?
1: I think For me, I think it would be to open people's eyes on how to be supportive and to care more about the people the earth can take care of itself
0: we need to focus on people and whole and stop worrying about exploring space and trying to get off this earth we should be more yeah. focused on each other okay. and then work up to the world
1: there is so much in people that need to be explored
0: yeah so many things that lie dormant
1: And, you know, it's just, you work on the people. Because if you work on the people, you heal the earth.
0: Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Work
1: on the people and open their eyes to what kindness and understanding and giving can do. And I don't mean giving, you know, like, oh, well, here's an old shoe. I mean, honest to goodness from your
0: heart, giving. It's all about respect. We have to learn to respect one another and truly understand that we're all trying to work together to survive. Once you start looking at it in that aspect, the world becomes a little bit of a better place.
1: See, I told you earlier, I give. I don't care if I give my last dollar. I don't care if I give my last 50 cents. You're hungry? Come on over. I'll feed you. I don't have a problem with that. I make too much anyway.
0: Well, you know what? I appreciate that you're out there at least helping the world. It's amazing. I mean, even in the smallest parts, whether it's donating a dollar or anything like that, like you're, 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 there's, you're a very elite group of people here that choose to see the benefit of the doubt with people, and I'm glad to be able to talk to you and get you on my podcast. And thank you. I'm one of
1: these, Robbie. I'm one of these that I try to see the good in everybody, even when nobody else does
0: yeah well hopefully people are going to be more open in the future because right now the world's not going in the right direction we we definitely need to make a change as people in general
1: yeah i think the world needs a lot more people like me
0: for sure that do give that and deliver mail at one o'clock in the morning no i deliver newspapers. newspapers, newspapers. yes newspapers <laughs>
1: Hell, the mailman ain't even up at one o'clock in the
0: morning. Because you're running the game. You're literally the early bird gets the worm.
1: Uh, Worms are overrated.
0: You want that paper.
1: I want that paper money in my pocket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We just talked about it not controlling us.
1: Yeah, but with paper up money, I can give more.
0: That's true. I, I just wish it have, I just I wish you want to good take good. that corruption for people to have to be able to give more. Right. Sometimes time is worth more than money. You know what I mean?
1: I know, but that's why I get up at one o'clock in the morning.
0: I know. You're working hard and I appreciate you taking the time to be on my podcast. It meant a lot.
1: Yeah, I should be sleeping.
0: Definitely get some <laughs> sleep. Thank you so much. Um, and uh stay You're tuned. Fine. Stay tuned for another episode of Out of the Blank podcast.